For Arizona Public Media, I'm Tim Swindle, Director of the University of Arizona's Lunar and Planetary Laboratory, and this is Arizona Science. Joining us today is Saikat Guha, an Associate Professor of Optical Sciences at the University of Arizona and the Director of the new Center for Quantum Networks. Welcome, Saikat. Hello, Tim. How are you? Great. We've heard a lot about quantum computing, but can you tell us just briefly why people are so excited about it? Sure. Um, quantum computing is a, a way to compute information where the information is encoded in what are called qubits. These are quantum mechanical extensions of the concept of the bit, uh, which instead of just being in a, super, uh, in, a, in, a, in a zero or a one, it can see in a superposition of a zero and a one. And uh, being so, it gives it uh, fundamentally more computational power, um, and it can quantum computers can compute things, solve problems that are impossible using classical computers. But you're not actually building a quantum computer. You're working on figuring out how to network these things. What are some of the challenges in that? Correct. Uh, quantum computing is being pursued uh, extensively uh, across the U.S. and worldwide. Uh, many companies, including IBM, Google, and uh, various startup companies are building quantum computers in various different forms. So in the future, once uh, quantum-enabled processors, computers, sensors, and various other gadgets become useful for, for various applications, uh, one is going to need a network to connect them, uh, an internet that can transmit qubits reliably from point A to point B. So we are going to need to upgrade our our current internet in order to facilitate that. It's like, well, this new quantum network, will it look different to the user than the current internet other than just being faster and more powerful? I think what is going to happen, Comcast or Cox might add a quantum, let's say a quantum internet package to your bundle they bring to your home. And if you opt to get that service, it will be your prerogative to use that service in what, for whatever you want. So it will not make the current internet faster. It will upgrade the current internet by bringing you a new capability. Now, the question is what, you, what you're going to use that for. Well, one of the most popular or well-known applications of the quantum communication service is uh, quantum secured communications of data. So you're sending classical data, communicating over the internet, for example, over like email or phone that as we communicate today, but all of the internet security that we rely upon right now, uh, it, it, it uh, premises upon our belief on certain mathematical problems being hard to solve. How might such a network be different from the internet that we have now? The biggest thing that that internet will have to do that we cannot do using the current internet is to be able to transmit qubits. Um, these qubits will be encoded in photons. Uh, photons are the only uh, form of qubit that can fly long distances. Uh, on the other hand, there will be different forms of qubits that will be sitting inside your quantum computers, quantum sensors, and other quantum gadgets that will do the computing for you. So that internet will have to have something uh, that replaces the, the routers of the current internet. You're going to need quantum versions of switches and what are called quantum repeaters which is a small quantum processor that will extend the reach of this quantum internet to long distances. So to connect things long distance, I assume that you have to have some kind of 
wiring or cabling or something, but you say that it's going to be using photons. So is the technology there needs to be applied or do you need to develop the technology? The connections will themselves be built using current day optical fibers. Uh, so we will be building a test bed on uh, University of Arizona campus that will connect uh, 10 sites in six buildings across the campus using optical fibers. And there's be, there will be one free space link as well in addition to those optical fiber links. So yes, we will be using conventional optical fibers, a lot of conventional photonic components like switches, modulators, even more fancy equipment like frequency converters and so forth will be employed. But in addition to that, we will need several quantum gadgets that are not in use in current day classical optical laboratories. All right. Well, good luck with this effort. And thank you for joining us. Thank you very much, Tim. This is Tim Swindle, and this has been Arizona Science. You can listen to this and other Arizona Science segments by going to the Arizona Public Media website at azpm.org.